Good morning and welcome to this Monday edition of Real Presence Live. We are so grateful to start this new week with you. I am one of your hosts, Brad Gray, and I'm joined by... Janine Bitson, and it's just a wonderful morning to, to be on Catholic Radio. It is, it is. You know, we've had one, uh, one in my estimation, one beautiful day after another. I think I'm probably in the minority there. I love the heat. Um, I, I realize that we'd like a little bit of uh, rain here, and they keep taunting us and teasing us and saying that there's going to be rain coming, but... Uh, yeah, in the Fargo area, it seems to dry, dry up as yes. it's just west of us. Yeah, <laughs> it goes yeah. around. We're just this little eye in the storm that doesn't get anything right now. Yeah. But nonetheless, we are so grateful, and we just celebrated the great um, holiday of, of independence. And of course, we're reminded as Catholics of the great freedom that we have in Jesus Christ. And that's why we're on the airwaves. That's why the Catholic Church exists, is to proclaim the freedom that we have in Jesus Christ, right? Yeah, it, it is. It's just a, a beautiful day. And, you know, when you think of all that's going on in the world, all the turmoil, tumult, I mean, you just mm -hmm. keep trusting in our Lord and, yeah. and His plan for us. Right. And we have the, the Feast of St. Maria Goretti today, and she is such a, a wonderful witness to us of... Um, of fidelity to Jesus in the midst of, of trial and difficulty, and uh, that he remains powerful, even in what appears to be defeat, right? Right, right. And we have that throughout the ages. We have mm -hmm. these incredible saints who mm -hmm. have, have shown us that um, window of mercy yes. and forgiveness yes. that God gives us, and, and how in these times now, you know, having their examples are very powerful witnesses to help lead us. Right. And let's let's enter through that window into God's mercy and grace. Let's begin this this show this morning uh, in prayer as we pray in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Loving God, we come before you humbly, acknowledging our need, our, our joy and our love, but our frailty uh, to follow you. And we plead for your grace and your mercy, your power to descend upon us, that you send your Holy Spirit upon us this morning and throughout this day, that you protect our hearts, protect us in purity and chastity and love and holiness. Give us the courage that we need to follow you faithfully. We ask that we may be inspired by the example of St. Maria Goretti and that we may come at the end of our lives to receive uh, from you those words, uh, come good and faithful servant, receive the kingdom prepared for you. And we pray this all uh, with great confidence through the motherly care of Mary, our mother, as we pray, Hail Mary, full, full of, of grace, grace, the Lord, Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. All right. Well, we have a power-packed show in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Almost forgot the closing there. Uh, we, we have a power pack show, and we, I'd say let's get started with it right away. We have Father Peter Anderl, the Diocese of Fargo, coming on real soon. And he's going to be talking about how we defend ourselves from four common attacks of the devil, which is you know, certainly something that we see as very poignant at this time, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that uh, what a lot of us, and I know me for many, many years, you don't realize the little sneaky deceptions that right. he gives, you know? I mean, you always think of the big, like, boom, 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 but he's very sneaky and yes. very sly yeah, in I, how he can... <laughs> you know, I once heard, uh, I think it was one of my professors that said, the devil doesn't attack good Catholics to murder and rape and, you know, those sorts of things. It's always very subtle ways. He, he kind of wraps a, a, a 
a bad in a good that's very attractive and appears uh, very enticing. So now let's let's turn this to Father Andrew. Good morning to you, Father. It's great to have you online. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. It's good to be with you. So, Father, for those who aren't familiar with you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? You bet. Um, I've been ordained almost 20 years, uh, pastor of three parishes. I serve as the confessor, spiritual director for the Carmelite nuns the last 15 or so, uh, world apostle of Adam, a spiritual director. Um, I've had the privilege of offering retreats for uh, men's conferences, women's, priests, uh, sisters. Uh, before that, I had been uh, I had gone to school to become a physical therapist, uh, and uh, I'm a convert. So mm. it's been a, a great privilege to be Catholic, to be a priest, mm. and I serve in the um, southeast area of North Dakota. Awesome. Well, we are just so grateful that you've joined us this morning. You know, we have, uh, boy, defending ourselves from four common attacks of the devil that you're going to help lead our conversation in. And um, it's pretty powerful. Um, You know, what are those four common ways that the evil one attacks us, Father? Well, you know, I just got to say that um, it's a very apropos topic at this moment in time. Mm -hmm. We're seeing a lot of the ways very subtly that these are being played out, and I um, had the privilege when I was working with my doctoral level studies, there was a priest named Father Louis Camelli who wrote the book that I'll be talking about, these four main ways that to be aware of that temptation can come across. You know, there, there's two different versions. You have the sensational, the extraordinary, they're extremely rare, possession, for example, you know, one in a million, whatever, mm-hmm. but you look at the ordinary means. And the priest put out four categories, and they're, they're just, they're, they're, he was a tremendous insight. And so the first one is called deception. And I was just sharing about uh, this concept. We just celebrated our 100th anniversary in one of our, our parishes. And the people were coming up to me, and just all these wonderful memories. And it was fascinating, one of the comments that they had made, because it's been made in all four of the parishes down in my area of, of the state. Uh, Cayuga, Geneseo, Lidgerwood, and Hinkinson. And they all said the same, that in the 1950s, before Mass would begin, they would have concession lines that would be so long, Mm -hmm. they would stretch out along the block. People were hungering Mm. to be able to go and be free of sin. And after World War II, Pope Pius XII made a startling comment, and he said, in the world today, the greatest sin is the denial of sin. The communion lines would become very long, and the confession lines would become very short. And suddenly, evil was known as good, good became known as bad, as evil. And I think that's one of the classic hallmarks of the concept of deception. A losing sight of the truth. It's losing sight of the memory, losing sight of our history. That's just a classic affront that the evil one, to me, what's been happening um, these last few weeks and months is almost a proof text. This is Thomas Aquinas at his famous five for the existence of God. It sure seems you almost could show an existence of evil. Yes. Through the events that have been happening around us. And so you can take this and so it's not only the, um, in my words, a pandemic of sin mm-hmm. where we've watched the culture from the 60s to the 70s to the 80s to the 90s to today. I remember when uh, Justice Robert Bork was attempting to be nominated 
And after it had failed, he wrote a book. He at the time was Jewish and was on his way to becoming Catholic. It was called Slouching Toward Gomorrah. He wrote it in 1988. Hmm. And he stated in the book, he said that at that particular moment in time, he saw the sins being committed in America and the world would have been enough to make the citizens of Sodom and Gomorrah blush for shame. Hmm. Wow. And that was that long ago, 30 years ago, and I don't think it's gotten any better. No, if anything. years. Yeah, if anything, it has gotten much worse. And, you know, we have the Feast of St. Mary, Maria Goretti today, and, and just even that chastity, uh, you know, how mm-hmm. that has been yeah. so lost in our world. And so many of the problems that we do face in the world are because of the lack of practicing chastity. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that is one of the, the classic forms of deception is taking something very beautiful and then perverting. Yeah. Now you're seeing the object. Instead of it being altruistic for selfless purpose, now it's becoming self-ish and desire, love, is converted into lust. Yes. So right. it's, it's a classic deception. We find that even in our educational system with our children. You know, it's been fascinating the last few days, some of the different commentary that's come out, even regarding how we understand noble figures of our past. Junipero Serra, uh, uh, St. Louis, King of France. Who were these people? What is the actual historical reality and truth mm-hmm. of who they were? What contributions did they make to our culture, our society? What lens are they being viewed from? And there can even be the deception with actual facts. And so that's the, in my opinion, I think that's really the first kind of barrage mm-hmm. that hits us is to deceive. And, and sadly, that's one of the, the uh, definitions of the evil one is the deceiver. Yes. Right. He is there to deceive, and you need to be very aware. What do they say about Jesus? He is the way, the truth, and the life. And the evil one is the father of lies. So we have to cut through the lie and the lie of the narratives with the different, you know, realities that we're being faced with and say, okay, where is the truth? Yeah. Help me to find that truth. Because from, flowing from the deception, then comes the next stage, which is division. And I think we all can acknowledge we see a lot of divide before our very eyes. And, and when, um, when the evil one is deceiving us with truth, that's what really gets into the division. Yes. Yeah. And Jesus' um, priestly prayer for unity at the Last Supper, that all may be one, mm-hmm. is you, Father, are me, and I and you, that they all may be one in us. And we have, sadly, again, an inversion. So this is what I want to believe. This is my camper. And unfortunately, we've lost the, you know, the social mores of kindness, Mm-hmm. of generosity, patience, self-control, all those fruits of the Holy Spirit that had been so ingrained in our culture, our society in previous decades, have really been um, kind of falling by the wayside. And it's to become aware again of, of just seeing this, this, this reality, this division. I know even commentary that was made recently about Mount Rushmore, and the, the historical figures that are carved into the rock wall, you know, you think about someone like an Abraham Lincoln, who took the beautiful document we're just coming off the 4th of July of our founding fathers. These, we hold these truths to be self-evident yeah. by the Creator. You know, man, woman, the equal right they deserve, happiness, 
liberty, life. And you think about, you know, we're living, you know, our part of the country, the northern part of the country, 300,000 men sacrificed their lives to free a people that were not able on their own to do so, to have liberty, to have freedom. And it seems like that narrative has kind of gotten lost. Mm -hmm. You know, more lives were sacrificed during the Civil War than any of the other wars Americans were involved in combined. Yeah. Right. And what was the purpose? You know, that's another interesting thing, too. There's a lot of division right now that's talking even about the reality of slavery. It's terrible. It's tragic. It mm-hmm. never should have happened anywhere. Yeah. The quest ethic that existed in all the other nations around, the Egyptians, Chinese. When Columbus came to our part of the hemisphere, he found it among the Native Americans or the Africans. That's so unique in America, especially, is the abolition of slavery. Right. And even to fight a war to to make that happen. Right. And what a tremendous witness. I mean, to me, I'm so proud to be an American, to be a citizen of our nation, our great nation. Mm-hmm. I am, I just, uh, when we can look at and see the beautiful fruit that has been born, you know, our inventiveness, our creativity, entrepreneurship, it's just, it's, it's a great blessing. But the division can creep in there to, to again, sow those deeper seeds of discord. You know, Father, where is the truth? Where's the lie? Right. Yeah, I, I, I want to dwell on this for just a moment longer because I think this this aspect of division is one that's so under uh, appreciated isn't the right word, but the significance of it uh, is underappreciated. Uh, I think even by us as as Christians, as Catholics, like we've become so accustomed to division. You know, we've become so accustomed for 500 years of division within the body of Christ, of of the relativism right. that saturates our our world right now that we become we, we come to take it as just like this is a given right but you know when we speak about the transcendentals we you always hear people speak about truth beauty and goodness but another transcendental is unity like god is like this is a grave sin crime uh, offense against the heart of god as who's who as you said cried uh, you know father may they be one as you and i are one this is this is not, we should not be okay with with division right Amen. Amen. And it is, it's a, it's a very profound moment in time where we see that even in the body of Christ, some of the denominations, mm-hmm. among all the different aspects, it's, it's a very, but, you know, there's a famous story of St. Francis of Assisi when he went and wanted to bring the, the beautiful gospel to everyone, all that were there, including those that were waging the war against the Christian armies. And as he did so, he got to meet with Saladin, who was head of the mm-hmm. Islamic force, and was so impressed meeting St. Francis, he said, I would convert to Christ on the spot if I could find other Christians like you, and yeah. I haven't found them yet. Yeah, tragic. And I just think our witness, you know, how we can really live, you know, walk the talk, live that life, live out our baptism to become saints. Yep. You know, there's the old saying, a spoon saint versus a barrel full of vinegar. Yeah. You know, to be able to truly bear witness to the beauty, the, the joy of Christ of the gospel, yeah. that, in my mind, can bring forth such tremendous good to inspire others. Oh, I want Amen. that. Amen. Father, Even, we're going to have to, know, the, uh, we're gonna have to well, sip a, away. There's a thing of John Wayne on his deathbed. He met a woman 
who had that and said, I want what she has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on his death, the great John Wayne becomes Catholic. Yeah, exactly. It's inspiration. Beautiful. It, it is. It's so beautiful in God's mercy and God's love when we are united. Uh, wow, the powerful witness that yeah. can happen from that. Yep. We're, Father, we're going to have to step away for just a moment, but we'll come back on the other side of this break and continue this conversation about these four common attacks uh, of the devil and the way that he likes to uh, separate us and, and take us down. So uh, stay with us. We'll be right back after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. The world is changing fast and needs problem solvers and critical thinkers. Right here in your backyard, Not Marty believes every student has the potential to serve the world and make a difference. We will help you obtain a degree that prepares you for success by exploring your talents and passion. Our community goes above and beyond to help each student feel at home, surrounded by love and support. We can't wait for you to see what's possible. and We hope the future brings you here, close to home at mountmarty.edu. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. We are grateful that you're with us this morning, and we're grateful to be joined by Father Peter Andrew. We've been speaking about the four common attacks of the devil that he's used really from the beginning. This is nothing new. He's not an innovator. He just keeps going back to the same old uh, tricks. Isn't that right, Father? Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. You know, there was something I saw just recently about a person who was born in 1900, and then it kind of made a list of all the things that they had witnessed through their lifetime. And and it is. It's just it's the same old mm-hmm. tricks that just keep coming and coming. But yep. it, it sure has seemed to heighten in the last six months. Yeah. I mean, maybe a little longer, but it just seems like it's not just one crisis. It's like a hundred all at once. Boom. <laughs> yep. So, Father, so far well, we've talked. You know, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, with the reality of global communication today, 
it's taken on a whole yeah. other level, right. especially in the realm of what we call the media, yeah. where you see all these different narratives you know, presented. And for us to discern what is true, what is not, right, right. Where, where, is the, where is the goodness here, where is the lie? And that is really the third of the four diabolical deeds. It's it's the the third way that evil has has been, like Brad you had said you know nothing new under the sun. It's been there for a while, mm-hmm. but the the ability that's out there today with the realm of diversion, mm-hmm. diversion, and what another word for diversion is distraction. And so it, it tries and and the greatest distraction diversion of all is trying to remove the peace the joy that's in our hearts. And one of the ways, sadly, that we find often through different means of communication is when you're reading the, the material, the amount of fear mm-hmm. that can be from within. And so we have to be very prudent as well. Of, I know even Pope Francis had said that his goal is to only spend 10 minutes a day encountering the media. Wow. You know, can you go 10 minutes or less with the news? And then the other reality with the diversion is, what is the news? I mean, what's being covered and what isn't? Right. And that also makes things very difficult. I, I know for myself, too, I've had to kind of think outside of the box because of some of the different main avenues of news, they cover certain things, sure, but they also leave out so much. And for me, I would like to actually know what's not only going on in our nation, but what's going around the world. And so it's never easy to, to find <laughs> news that is authentic, that is not having an agenda behind it or spinning in a, in a different different direction or way. And, and really, this is a, a, a dynamic that even affects our own personal life with, with the distraction and diversion. I know as priests, we had an opportunity a few years ago going through a, a process called Good Leaders and Good Shepherds. And it was really interesting. They drew a, a four-square and they were asking us, okay, where do you spend the most amount of your time? And the focus is, is meant to be on what is most necessary and what is most urgent. You know, you're always wanting to take care of what they would call that quadrant to make sure it doesn't get piled up. But what they were pointing out is we spend so much time in the quadrant in our life of things that are really not necessary and really not urgent. But we can get really kind of sucked into these things that don't really matter. And we can sometimes leave behind the things to do so we can procrastinate, we can become kind of, you know, lazy, if you will. And that's a diversion, too, that affects us even in our own spiritual life. That, you know, we're, we're setting out goals, we're setting out a plan for the day, making that beautiful quality time to pray, other activities. You know, how are we holding up to those? Are we... Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's so true. Everything that you're saying, it's... Um just such an onslaught and like Brad was saying it's it's been from the beginning of time but it's there's ebbs and flows in it and right now it's a you know pretty heavy yeah. uh, attack going on and I know like even even in St. John Paul II's time you know he has said the greatest deception and the deepest sources of unhappiness is the illusion of finding life by excluding God Mm-hmm. of finding freedom by excluding moral truths yeah. and personal responsibility. And, you know, so he's he's been such an incredible man to keep us on the path as well. But when we do get well, bombarded... Well, that gets into the... Yeah. That gets into the fourth of the diabolities, which is the, the most difficult of all the discouragement. Mm-hmm. Right. But I just want to take a moment to into that. 
during the pandemic the last few months. And and the questions that people will ask, well, is the state of the church? What's what's the latest in this area, this area? What's someone saying this about a mask? Someone saying something totally contradictory about a mask. Who should I believe? Who should I follow? And that's all part of that narrative of, of diversion and distraction. Because there are so many different voices that are out there. There's both saying, the enemy of the best is the good. So there's all kinds of, of comments that are out there. How do you weave through them to find the right ones? Yeah. <laughs> and it, it can really weigh on it. And that's what you can run into the realm of being feeling overwhelmed right. and having fear. And that's why I think Pope Francis' comment about just keep as best as you can, 10 minutes or less, to, to following things in the media and the news, I think that's actually very sage advice. Yes. Right. Because the longer you get sucked into things, the, the you know, it, it, I've, they've done studies, and they found that when people spend time going through the news, reading, researching, so on, that it really does begin to take away their peace, away their joy, because a lot of what's covered is also so negative. Right. You know, you don't get to hear these wonderful, positive, uplifting stories. It's often very negative. This, here's a homicide, here's a death, here's a this situation, and so on. And I know priests uh, I talked to, they said they will not even look at anything with the news until they made their holy hour and had Mass and prayed a rosary, because mm-hmm. they're just filled, you know, their, their tank is already full. Yeah. And that way, you know, it's like, you're not going to take my joy, devil. I'm going to keep focusing and staying in peace. Because that is the end game of the evil one. And that's really and that the is problem. the realm of discouragement. That's, that's really the problem of discouragement, is that it gets us so laser-focused on the things around us that we forget that there's a whole other realm that actually is the most impactful, which is that the Lord God is involved. You know, and so we can look yes. at all the political and social realities that are happening and think those are the things that are setting the course of time. And that that's where our hope is found, you know, electing the right person or getting the right law in place and, and those sorts of things. Exactly. And we, we neglect that Jesus Christ is the Lord of history and he's the king of the universe. Right. And that is a fantastic point, Brad, because we, in a way, when we get sucked into the news, their whole narrative is almost a realm of what we would probably call like a practical atheism. Because you never hear anyone invoking, involving God. Right, <laughs> the right. spiritual prayer. The reality that we have angels, we have saints, we have the divine providence always there interceding. And the ask, the more we receive. There's no concept of the connectedness that we're that we have with God that we're meant to continue to have. It's all on our shoulders. This whole self reliance, and and yeah, it's very dangerous. And people, the more that you watch that, the more deadened we become to the spiritual realities around us. And I, and I think it's so important, though, that, you know, we stay informed as well. Um, I mean, that's uh, another work of the devil, that he can take advantage of us by our ignorance. So we need to stay informed, but we need to understand that God is in control and that the power of prayer is is better than a two-edged sword, yeah. correct? You Father, know? And, we, we have like 45 seconds left. Do you have any final com- comments on this uh, on these topics? Well, I just wanted to close maybe with the realm of discouragement, because no matter, evil is very clever. I mean, in the sense that they are bookends. So the one goal is self-reliance. And then whatever may cause the discouragement, you know, just throwing any of the seven deadly sins, any kind of a regular sensation. But what the devil then is after is the self-hatred to mm-hmm. be stuck in the realm of the discouragement. Sometimes it's called ashadia. 
or desolation. Asadia is a spiritual flow where we just want to give up. We just get so discouraged that why why keep fighting? And that's why we just need a balance, a balance of, of as we, we look at the news around us, but that we make that quality time for God every day and, and don't steer from it no matter what, no matter how we may feel, no matter what's going on in our life. We need to keep those commitments. The world needs prayer like never before. Amen. And we need those prayer warriors. Yep. And I'm so proud of so many of the listeners. They are warriors for God. They're part of His cohort, His army. And Our Lady is forming us. That's right. Thank no you so much, Father. No matter what the world may throw at us, God is still in charge, and He's greater than all things. We know the last chapter. We yeah. win. Yeah, yeah. Amen. amen. All right. Well, thank you so much, Father, for being on to discuss this. It's absolutely, uh, it, it opens our eyes to the reality of what's going on around us. Um, we do have to step away, uh, but we want to invite you to stay with us because on the other side of this break, we're going to discuss why religion is fundamental to the human experience, exactly what we've been talking about. So stay with us. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live right after this.